Hello, my name is Kwame Asante, and I am the producer of GCRL Sincerely Accra and the Boga Podcast. Do you have a podcast idea and are not sure what to do? If this sounds like you, then head over to listen to gcrl.com forward slash labs to submit your idea. Selected ideas will go through GCR Labs training program and further developed into exciting podcast shows. GCR Labs, giving everyone a voice. What's the one album when you hear a song in the wild, you kind of feel like you have to go back to listen to the full album? Like, ooh, I hear this song. I love this album. Mm. So next thing is I'm going to go back and listen to everything from the beginning straight up to okay. the end. Can I say more than one or do I just, I'm just... No, I mean, one. go nuts. <laughs> like, if you have like 20, okay. you hear all of them. Oh, well, I don't think I can remember everything I'll hear now. Okay, so <laughs> one, um, definitely Nothing Was The Same by Drake really good album another drake album i'll definitely listen to everything on is views if i hear like my diva room i'm gonna want to listen to everything <laughs> tina snow by megan Thee Stallion, huge fan okay. it just takes me back to like a moment in my life so i literally have to listen to everything again let me just say one more Ooh, what would i choose Oh, rare by Odyssey the Engine. Like, Ooh, okay. I don't know. It's like a a concept album. You just kind of have to listen to all the songs. I feel like if you give you more time, you could have come up with a couple more albums. So. I know, <laughs> I know. But if I keep doing this, I'll keep going because, like, I love music. <laughs> when people show you who they are, believe them. Yes. Listeners, so the voice you've been listening to has been Tammy. She's joining us for today's episode. A little bit about Tammy. She's a prolific writer covering the African music scene, art and film as well. And she's also not one to shy away from social issues. She's a writer over at The Native Magazine and has been featured in Vogue, Galdem, and Vice. She's also a host bi-weekly over at No Signal, right? Yeah, No Signal. It's like a live radio but then they also have live shows where you guys host DJs and also, I guess, people in music. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Because I think we had one of our DJs, F the DJ feature during Ghana's Independence something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Had, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And he had them next. I was like, oh, who are these guys? Let me go listen to them. And I was like, oh, that's dope. That's cool. All right. So I do have some proper questions for you now. What gets you started on a new story? Is it the artist, their management reaching out to you that they have a new project and it's like, hey, Tommy, want to come cover it and, you know, write some cool stories and, you know, pump us up a bit? Or is it more of you're listening to an artist or you've seen something and it's, you know, it's at the back of your mind and you're trying to find the angle to which you want to attack it and then you decide, okay, this is the angle I want to go with the story? Um, so I would say that, uh, first of all, I have, like, complete creative freedom in terms of like what I want to say, how I want to say it. I'm so blessed to be working with a company that values our voices. Native is literally for us by us. It's us telling the stories. We're Africans. We're millennial and Gen Z Africans and we're telling the story of other millennial and Gen Z Africans doing amazing things across the um, across the continent and across the diaspora. And so mm-hmm. nobody ever takes on anything that they don't want to do. Like if you see an artist, you know, you fuck with the sound. Oh, sh- I don't know if I'm allowed to swear. Um, <laughs> you like their sound, you know, you like what they're about. Then, you know, you say, this is what I want to do. 
most of the time we get people reaching out to us but yeah it's a very it can be a very demanding job so you have to kind of pick and choose um what you're able to handle and you know yeah i'm blessed to be able to have a say in the work i do i don't want to put you too much on the spot so i'm just going to ask what's been the most fun article you've written this year instead of ever so like this year what's been the most fun article you've written the one you've enjoyed the most, I guess. I would have to say the one I'm working on at the moment, but I can't tell you what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you what it is, but in a come back in like a week's time and you'd be like, Oh my god, girl, I get what you mean. <laughs> okay, okay. So we'll check in, in a week and then we'll see. Yeah. I think um your episode is gonna come out way after the article is posted, so we'll definitely have it in the show description so people can okay. find what the fun article that Tommy's been working on all year is. What about the process? I was going to ask, but you can't give out any information. So, because <laughs> mm. I was going to ask what made it different, what made it fun for you, but then that would. Oh, I mean, I can talk about it generally. Okay. Um, I don't okay. have to say who it's about. So, it's fun for me this time first because I think this person that I'm speaking to or writing about is phenomenal, like huge for the culture. Like, literally, what I said about me to be us by yeah. us like this is the epitome of <laughs> what we're trying to do like this is this is everything that we've kind of been working for um okay. so it just feels different it feels special it feels like it's coming from us like we're the only people who can actually tell the story because we're africans too we literally go to the, we go through the same thing as this person every day and so yeah i just feel blessed to be the one to be able to tell this story have you ever had an instance where let's say you settle on the story like a like subject matter mm. this is what you want to write about and then mm-hmm. i don't know maybe 70 percent of the way and you're like nah i'm just feeling something different and just completely giving up or just maybe change focus completely mm. which is kind of like redoing the entire work anyway yeah i definitely like scrap i can write the whole piece and then like be like okay no that's not what's gonna come out and then i'll write something else again <laughs> when i first started out like music and culture rights and i kind of hated second draft like having to pull apart the first draft and be like okay let me write something else Mm -hmm. and that was just because i hated i thought i was perfect (laughs) so when you think when you have like these like images of how you think your work is the way you perceive your work obviously is different from how you know your editor or someone else is perceiving that yeah so when i would get feedback and they were like okay no this first draft (laughs) would be crap and you need to go and do it again then I would just internalize it so much. Like I used to attach so much of like my self worth mm-hmm. to the work that I did. I'm so happy I've gotten to a healthier place where I don't do that. So it's allowed me to also accept the fact that you know I'm not perfect. I make mistakes, and my first draft doesn't always have to be the final draft. Like I can have, I can start again. Like it's always okay to start again. I shouldn't be afraid of starting again. That's pretty cool. I feel like writing. Well, I guess with every form, every art form, right? Like you're putting a piece of yourself out there. So it's kind of very hard to just be that completely removed and not take it personal when people either criticize or just like, maybe you should do this difference. Like, well, (laughs) that's how I wanted to do it. So that's the best way I thought it should be done. So yeah, kudos on you being able to be objective about it because that process gets very difficult to get. Yeah, yeah. Humans are social creatures that rely on cooperation to survive and thrive, and we do that by seeking and building relationships with others. It is key to success in our careers, social, and personal lives. 
on bad energy we are all about sharing and discussing incidents where we just had to cut someone off for our own good listen learn from us and if you have similar experiences we would love to hear them just use the hashtag gcr bad energy on any social media platform you ready tammy yes i am on a scale of one to ten where 10 is extremely difficult, how easy would you say it is to get to know you? Uh, <laughs> 8.5. <laughs> I don't want to say 9, but like 8.5. <laughs> I feel like you're the first person to actually use like a 0. 0.5, so... <laughs> 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 what, what swings a 0. 0.5? What makes it... Because I actually believe that I'm genuinely such a nice person. <laughs> no, I feel no, like no, I'm no. very approachable and, you know, like people can come and talk to me and get to know me. But then at the same time, I also have recently gone through a phase where I'm like, nope, no new friends, no new anything. Don't come into my life. Just leave me alone. Like, <laughs> okay. all guarded up. So, um, yeah, that's where the point five comes in. So, the point five is the difference between just welcoming people in and then you know locking the door to <laughs> to mm-hmm. everyone essentially like i'm definitely difficult to get to know but like once you get to know me you're like oh i get it now <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's, a, there's a method to the madness huh mm-hmm. okay okay that's fair i definitely think i score myself also a bit higher there as well Always just because uh definitely eight nine i don't think i'm impossible to know I I definitely don't I don't think I make it easy to be honest but it's one of those weird things where I've met people quite recently when I say recently like in the last year or two and they've ascribed me as being friendly which is very confusing because <laughs> I didn't think I was there so it could be very possible that I'm slipping when it comes to that mm. skill or it could also just be when you know sometimes when you meet someone it's like oh i do fuck with your energy i do like your vibe so the process of getting to know them becomes a bit fast tracked and easier so it yeah could that's also, true definitely yeah, just naturally connected exactly so it could be that's the situation with them because i feel like with every mm. every other random interaction with someone i'm really not trying to just like buddy up with you it's gonna take a whole yeah. lot before and i have social anxiety i just can't just start automatically being like the most friendliest person in the room i can't be like a bit like standoffish when you first meet me but like once i'm like comfortable like i'm in my zone then it's okay i i was gonna i was gonna ask i don't think i have social anxiety i just think there's a whole lot of energy which comes with just being immediately nice and warm to people because you kind of have to just it's kind of like being present in a weird way it's like okay i'm just gonna have it on and i'm just gonna be there for you that just really just feels draining in in my mind doing for everybody you just happen to come across so it's just much easier to just be just cordial and just yeah if a relationship or a friendship or anything blossoms out yeah cool but certainly not going to lay out the red carpets and everything like hey let's be best buds right now like nah mm. that's just that's that's it. that's just too much all right so now we get to the part of the show where i ask you to share an incident in your life where you had to cut someone off because they were just bad vibes or bad energy so tammy the mic is all yours hmm. <laughs> so wow. i literally had to ask you about this <laughs> <laughs> she's like 
I the the Rolodex is working. Like, which one do you want? <laughs> um, okay. So, do I have to like go into like specifics? Like, oh no, no. Like, you don't you don't need to name and shame if you want to, mm. cool, but don't feel pressure to. Okay. Okay. So I have to cut someone off because they were bad vibes. Um. So yeah, this person we met. So we're all going to University of Birmingham and. So you know how like, I don't know how things work with like uni around the world, but like there's freshers week and everyone wants to get to know people before they come to uni. So so you message people we had like, kind of, hey. Yeah, like, we had kind of like <laughs> message each other on Facebook. So we're already cool from Facebook. So by yeah. the time we had moved into uni, we even found out that we're living in the same accommodation, mm-hmm. just different rooms. So we're very close. We got instantly very close because we did everything together that those couple of, you know, months that we're just starting uni, you know, there's a new place new country you know new faces so is you become like very close to the people obviously that you hang out with every day and you go to parties with like these are people i was yeah obviously you know hanging out with on a regular so yeah we got very close to the point where you know she would have like access to my phone like she had my passport i had a password like we were that close like she was like my uni best friend (laughs) um but then we fell out over I can't mention what he <laughs> We fell out <laughs> over some stuff, which I feel like was her fault because okay. she had told me something in confidence and then had now gone on my phone to take messages from my friend and send it to someone else, which I just found very sneaky. Um, like, so why, like, like because like you have my password. Like, yeah, like why would you? Then she deleted the evidence that she had sent it to herself. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, ah. And then I noticed that someone had opened my chat with someone else, and I'm like, ah, why is this chat open? And that's when I just started like connecting the dots. But she still hadn't said anything. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. She still hadn't said anything. Anyways, long story short, we eventually fell apart. Um, and this girl went around telling people that it was my fault, that I'm the bad friend, but she trusts me, that this is what I've done. So, yeah, it was actually a bit a bit shocking to see that someone who you know i was who had grown close to was going around now bad mouthing me and being like i had done all these things but the story doesn't end there we actually eventually became <laughs> friends again that means like it's a part two okay <laughs> we actually did become friends again so this happened in first year we became friends again in final year um when she okay. apologized and she was like okay she actually like overreacted you know as we were like now besties again but so this we like two okay. years has passed, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like okay. I'm okay. Like I'm not the same person I was back then. I'm not holding on to that grudge. We can move forward from it. But then one of guys <laughs> like well, okay, <laughs> one of guys, like you know my you know my G, you know, like you're not my person, yeah. Yeah. But we like study we were in the same course, so we studied together, things like that. Only for us to graduate and I found out that this girl was still going around telling people about what happened in first year. Oh damn. And I'm like, huh? Like, huh? <laughs> and this is this is after admitting faults on her admitting end. Admitting fault on her end. Damn. I just found that a bit deranged. Um, I don't. <laughs> I didn't know any other word to use. Like, I just found. Yeah, that was very. I just. I just couldn't trust her. Like, I mean, like, so much time had passed. Yeah, it comes to apologize. So many things that happened. Like, I thought we were at a good place. You know, like we're actually cool. Only for me to hear that she was still saying that to people and i'm like okay you know i can see that you're not going to get over this like <laughs> you're like not that, you're gonna keep yeah. yeah you're just not i can't deal with whatever it is that 
this is like i'm not gonna go through this process again because i know how much it affected me in first year and i know i know how much i withdrew from a lot of people because of the lies that she was telling people about me mm. so i was just like you know what i don't need your vibes peace out and i blocked everywhere so i'm good <laughs> did you ever have you know it's a well i don't know if it's a right or the grown-up thing to do but did you have that conversation with her like these are the reasons why <laughs> i'm not seeing you anyway anymore essentially just oh, hell no. i didn't even think she deserved it like at this point imagine uh, we've resolved this matter you apologize to me <laughs> you overreacted in the situation yeah and then you're still going around telling people these things about me after we've graduated as when we've all moved on with our lives like i'm working you're working like why is university gossip what is on your mind mm. Mm. so yeah i just i just i just knew i couldn't i couldn't there was no need for oh hi why are you still talking about me it was just you are bad energy and now you need to go <laughs> has she made any attempts to reconnect no, or she should just... not even try <laughs> <laughs> she oh, should not try it's actually like uh, it's actually not like i'm actually okay like i I used to hate like losing friends. Like I remember, oh, because I never used to call a lot of people my friends. So if I lost a friend, I would really feel the intensity of them no longer being there. So um, now I'm okay with losing friends. Like people come and go. Not that uh, I'm like whatever. People come and go, just be going. But, yeah, but like, I understand. Like you I'm protecting understand. my energy more. Like okay. Know. Do you think she's kind of what made you more open? to the how does it uh, transient but um like you said people come and go some people stay mm. longer some don't do you think mm. it was the experience with her that just kind of made you you know what this is probably going to be a thing so tell me oh, just funny enough no okay it was when i was the bad vibes in <laughs> in someone's situation when i had done something wrong to someone and they had said you know i don't want to be a friend anymore oh damn and then i was like whoa okay Maybe you're not that good of a person. <laughs> if you're not that good of a person, you need to realize that, you know, you can hurt people as well. The same way they can hurt you. And these things happen. Okay, so you and your friends are pretty much <laughs> all or nothing, huh? No, 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 this is not even, like, my actual... And the funniest part is, like, people who I'm actually, like, who are my best friends, I've been best friends with them for, over like, a decade. And mm. I hope that we continue to be best friends for many more years because yeah those are solid bonds so with the friends or people you have closer relationships with mm. they would be the ones that you would have that conversation like if you're going to cut them off you would you would have that conversation with them like these are the reasons why and right um, yeah if it was my best friend i would definitely give them grace to understand that this is how you've hurt me to this stage where i feel like you know i need my space for me um but I would hope that I wouldn't get to the point where I'll be like, okay, I want to block them or, you know, that's it. Like, fuck that person. Like, I would hope that we would, you know, civilly come together and be like, okay. Hmm. Do you call your close friends out every single time they do something that sort of kind of hurts you? Or is it, does it depend on the scale, the magnitude of the head? The smaller heads, like, I don't fuss over because in my mind, i know you i know it's not intentional sometimes we just say or do things and somebody feels some other way about it so it's no big deal if it's a big it's a big hurt then you bring it up so i was trying to figure out what your policy was 
yeah i think my policy now more than ever is i want to address it (laughs) just because like i said i have anxiety and stuff like that so sometimes i do internalize stuff and then i go away and it it might just in my Uh, head like i can come to conclusions (laughs) so like (laughs) probably were not how it was so it's easier for me to be like okay this is how I, and it's not as if I'm even being like, oh, I'm confronting you and I'm putting you on blast. Like, oh, you did this to me. Don't ever speak to me again. No, it's more like, okay, I've been hurt. That might not have been your intention, but hear me out and hear where I'm coming from. Mm. And then tell me where you're also coming from. And then we meet halfway. So I don't, I don't see it as me putting anyone on blast or something. But like you said, like there are also instances where you know the person so well that you know, okay, I need to give grace to this person when in their own time, they will come and tell me, you know, what's going on with them that made them react in this sort of way. But um, I'm finding it easier to just communicate and just, you know, be like, okay, this is, this is how I feel. How do you feel? I feel the anxiety part is one I really can't relate to because I think my process is just more unable to just forget things. So it, it it does track. I feel like if a situation has me feeling anxious or I'm playing it in my head, getting clarification from the people involved quickly is the best way to go about it. That way, I don't have any... I'm not left dealing with it while the other person is, you know, not even thinking about it and it's done. And it's just completely oblivious to what's going on in my head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's sense. true. Because, like, people are just perceiving the same situation in completely different ways. Which is wild. <laughs> Bro, literally, like, if you think about it, everyone's position is damn valid. I know, right? Because <laughs> you could have, like, two similar, like, the two of you, like, I said, the two of us in a situation, like, we all pretty much experience it, but then everybody just comes out with completely different experiences of how the situation happened, what went down, and what to take away from it. It's just, it's pretty insane. Just how things are different with different people. When, I guess, building new relationships, because for your job, though, you kind of have to make these, not special connections, but you kind of have to make a connection with either the person you're interviewing or talking about, right? And you're also often entering new spaces that you don't stay for long, but it helps to leave a good impression. (laughs) Like, you just can't come in and then explode and then dip out like you... You want to have that that warm relationship so that if you ever need to, I don't know, maybe lean on a relationship or a network, it's easier. Yeah. There must be situations where you are just not really feeling someone else's energy, but then you can't really just... Like during an interview. Yeah, maybe not even during an interview. Maybe the process of setting up an interview, you're dealing with a manager, or you're dealing with um, mm. a network that knows this other person and they are bad energy but you just can't (laughs) cut them off or you just can't completely ignore them because you kind of need to get the job done how's that process how's that process for you is it just like okay i need to just do my job so let me just go through the motions be nice and then never deal with this again or in those instances do you just you know subtly call them out because i guess it would depend on what it is like if it's something that warrants me calling someone out i would definitely do that but i don't think there's any, ever been any instance where it's been like ah i have to call this person out it's more always been like okay maybe you notice something but it's very subtle and then it's like 
okay, let me just work through this until we're done with, like, you know, what we're doing together. Because, like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't know actually what I would do. <laughs> it has to be very, something very disrespectful. I'm like, okay, no, this is crossing a line. Okay, that's Oh, cool. actually, actually, funny enough, okay. So one thing I hate is, like, when someone is reaching out to me for work and then they start calling me, like, all oh, these pet names. When <laughs> we don't have that we've never had that relationship before i don't know you from anywhere like but literally just talking about work you reached out to me because you wanted service from me and then you're calling me dear the worst one was some guy who called me like sexy once i'm like i've never <laughs> spoken to you why why do you think you have the audacity to come anyway a few months later it turned out that he was a serial sexual harasser and he was outed so you know, oh damn okay <laughs> i actually you know i wish i had spoken up to that moment because then it would have helped some of that woman because by the time he had come out like it was like well this person has been doing this to other people so i could see how for some guys right just going that route is seen as oh i'm trying to be endearing or <laughs> nice but not understanding that no i have a name have, like this is yeah. a professional yeah, you don't, have, you don't have that relationship with that person to even go that go that route. So, yeah, it's it's all around shitty, but yeah. Sorry, I don't. I wish I had more to say to that. Just that <laughs> <laughs> the situation just sucks, and um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm just trying to think what would be what my what my approach would be if a woman. Say calling you he's sexy. What she's talking about. Man, you probably, would also be like, uh-uh. I'll probably take a screenshot and send to like um a couple of my close friends and be like, yo, what do you think is going on here? <laughs> Just because one, it's never really happened. So it really would be such a left field situation that I wouldn't know how to actually deal with it, to be honest. It's just gonna be like, do I just never open do I just get a new email address and never acknowledge that this happened? Type situation. Because that would right. be... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People should stop making other people feel uncomfortable, to be honest. Yeah. I think it's a little bit of... I don't think... I want to say people don't care, but... That I think extra... it's just the internet, you know? Like, we all feel like we're so close to people on the internet, but in actual fact, you know, like... No, but it's still wild because if I didn't know you, I yeah, digest certain words that wouldn't work. Like it's a it's a huge leap to just assume someone would be that comfortable with you without knowing for sure they are. You get what I mean? So mm. it, even internet or not, that's just so like damn, you guys are really <laughs> you out here wilded. With writers, do you guys sometimes have I don't know, little rivalries and, and them things going on. Is it possible that there might be an artist or there might be a story that someone else is trying to write about, but then you're also writing on, and then your article gets picked, and the other person goes like, I'm watching you, and then it's like, dun, 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 Tammy versus, I don't know, Auntie Tammy. Um, I don't think I've ever had beef for anybody. If anybody has beef for me, then they're beefing themselves. <laughs> Tommy's like, I ain't um, fighting no one. <laughs> I ain't fighting no I don't even fight. Like, I'm too pretty to do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I definitely think there can be like animosity sometimes. Like, you just notice that 
someone's energy might be a bit off towards you when maybe they get passed off for something and you get chosen or I get passed off for something and they get chosen. You know that it, it inspires me to want to work more. Like it's like, okay, now I have to come 10 times harder <laughs> okay, just to okay. show you guys that, you know, I can bring it. So the competition is really with myself mm. as opposed to anyone else. We love that. We love self-driven people who tend that into, you know, positive energy. So go you, yeah. Tammy. Go you. Thank you so much for joining us, Tammy. Can you please plug your socials so listeners also know where to find you? Thank you so much for having me today. It's been amazing. Um, I didn't know that I would actually like reveal so much. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I guess that's good on you for having good conversational skills. So thank Aww. you. Thank you. Um, yeah. My socials are, I'm on Twitter at Tammy Mac underscore. That's T-A-M-I-M-A-K underscore. I feel like that's my same handle. Yeah, that's the same for my Instagram as well. Um, LinkedIn, Tammy Mackindu. Any probably any social media app. Probably just Google me, man. Just Google. Me. <laughs> oh, and follow my radio show on NS Radio Live on Twitter, um, and listen to us every not every Sunday, every two Sundays, so biweekly. <laughs> so okay. yeah. All right. So we'll definitely have all of that in the episode description. And also the fun article that is yet to come out. So we all oh, yeah. fi- yes, we all know what it is. I can't I can't wait to read it. It's in a week, right? Um yes, in a week. Before this month is over. Okay, okay. So looking forward to it. All right, Tommy. Definitely don't be a stranger. If any new article, anything you like us to share, definitely just, you know, send us a message and we'll definitely we'll definitely do that. All right. Thank you so much for having me. I've had a great time. Listeners, remember you can use the hashtag GCR Bad Energy across Twitter and Instagram to share your bad energy experiences. We will be on the lookout for them. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Gold Coast Report and on Instagram, the Gold Coast Report. It's been Cyril with Tammy and we are out. Bye, guys. This has been a Gold Coast Report production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to gcr.com. If you had to be stuck listening to one music genre for the rest of your life, what would that be? Uh, I would definitely say hip hop, hip hop or rap. And I wouldn't limit myself to any particular type of hip hop or rap just because, I mean, that's the rest of my life. That's a long time. <laughs> I don't know how long I plan to live, but you know. Yeah, that's fair. I hope I live long and good enough to hear how hip hop continues to grow and develop. So, if you had to be forced to make a pick between hip hop or rap, which which one would you go with? Rap. <laughs> that was quite reluctant, but <laughs> it is, <laughs> it, it is gone to head. So I understand. <laughs> it's a difficult choice to make. When people show you who they are, why don't you believe them? Why must you be shown 29 times before you can see who they really are? Why can't you get it the first time?